Well, there are eight teams left in the Stanley Cup playoffs and only eight former Ducks currently left in the playoffs. Which former Duck should we be rooting for and who deserves a title? We'll talk about that after the short musical interlude. Let's hit it. You're locked on Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day on this rainy night as I'm recording this. A reminder that this podcast is free and available across all platforms. And thank you so much for your continued support. So I'm just going to come out, as I mentioned over the past week or so, we've been having some big difficulties with where we upload these episodes and fortunately it looks like a lot of those issues have come to pass so hopefully we'll be back with more regular episodes although it is the off season i'm hoping that we'll have more regular episodes as the weeks go by because as of right now we're still gonna try to get out there five days a week with locked on anaheim ducks so yeah make sure to stay tuned for all that so I've been watching the Stanley Cup Finals more closely over the past week since the goals are out and we're all, I mean, the goals and the rain and the Condors are out. Three teams that I cover on the American Hockey League, they're all out. I mean, the LA Kings are out too, but, you know, the, more importantly, the AHL teams, like all three SoCal AHL teams are now out. It is between the Stockton Heat and the Colorado Eagles for the Pacific Division Championship. But we won't talk about AHL. I mean, we already talked about that on yesterday's show. So if you haven't heard that already, make sure to listen to yesterday's. Hopefully it goes up on Thursday. If not, it'll go it'll go up early Friday. Okay. So there are eight teams left in the NHL playoffs. The Calgary Flames, the Edmonton Oilers, the Colorado Avalanche, and the St. Louis Blues. Then you have the Battle of Florida. Florida and Tampa Bay. And then the Rangers and Carolina. So those are the eight teams left. And I'll talk about each individual series on the last segment of this podcast. Just because I want to talk about them. But let's talk about former Ducks that are on each team. And we will begin with the Western Conference. Because West Coast is the best coast, right? So let's start with Edmonton. Who have no former Ducks on their playoff roster right now. So we'll forget about Edmonton. And we'll forget about the fact that Connor McDavid pretty much owned the Kings the last two games of that series. But let's look at some former Ducks on rosters. And let's go on the other side of that series first. The Calgary Flames. There is a former Duck on that team. It's someone that kind of became a fan favorite, sort of. And that is Eric Goodbranson. Now, for those that don't remember, Goody, he was part of the Anaheim Ducks two seasons ago. In fact, he was part of the Ducks during that COVID-shortened season. Then he got traded. So, yeah, Gud Branson was part of that Ducks team, and he did okay. He got nine points in 44 games, and, you know, he was there to accumulate some fights and get some penalty minutes and really protect his teammates. That's what he was there for, and the fans loved him for that. I mean, yeah, we saw Gud Branson on like some weird pairings at times, but you know what? He served a role. He served a purpose. He did it as best he can. 
And for the less than season that he was with Anaheim, he was fun to watch. He was legit fun to watch. I mean, I enjoyed watching him, Branson. Yeah, he scored four goals, but he still served a purpose. And he's serving that purpose again with the Calgary Flames. Although, he seems to have found a role in Calgary. Get this. Would, would you believe that Eric Goodbranson has a career high in goals and assists and points this season with the Calgary Flames? Six goals, 11 assists, 17 points. Those are all career high numbers for Eric Goodbranson, if you could believe that. I'm, I'm sure some fans are going, wait, he can score? Yes, he can score. He can absolutely score. He almost played every game with Calgary. He found a home. He's got no points so far in this postseason, but he's serving a role. A perfectly good role. And right now, the Calgary Flames are not looking too bad in their series against Edmonton. Now let's go to the other series. And this one has been fun to watch, especially if you're a Ducks fan, because there's a certain Anaheim Duck that's looked pretty good, or former Anaheim Duck. But let's start with St. Louis. There's a former Duck that has been on a tear, including last night's game in Colorado, and that is David Perron. David Perron spent not a lot of time with the Anaheim Ducks. In fact, he was there for one season, and he was there on that short Ducks run where they wound up losing in seven games to the Nashville Predators. This was back in 2016. This season, boy, oh boy, has he come through in a big way in these playoffs. He had the hat trick at Minnesota in game one of that series. Then he scored two goals in game four of that series. Last night, he scored two more goals at Ball Arena. So, so far in this postseason, if you can believe this, he's already got seven goals and four assists in these playoffs. Oh, and by the way, he's already won a Stanley Cup. He won a Stanley Cup two seasons ago with the St. Louis Blues. So I guess there's that. And David Perron, for what it's worth, he does know how to score in the big moments, but not not at this pace. If he keeps going, he's going to get double-digit goals. That's going to be a pretty big deal for him. And for someone that's supposedly found a home in St. Louis, you know what? Good for him. I mean, good for him. Yes, he spent half a season and that playoff run with the Ducks, and he did okay, 20 points in 28 games. He also, again, served a purpose. It just wasn't meant to be. Just kind of one of those things. The majority of, of his career was spent or is spent with the St. Louis Blues, but we will not forget that one half season he had with the Anaheim Ducks. Now let's go to the Colorado Avalanche. And this is honestly who I'm rooting for in the West these playoffs. Mainly for the factor of wanting to see two long-time Ducks actually have a chance at a Stanley Cup. Let's start with Andrew Cogliano, who has played over 1,100 career games. He had that long Ironman streak with the Edmonton Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks, which got broken a few years ago thanks to some stupid suspension. But we're not going to talk about that. No, no, no. We're not going to go there. We're going to talk about what is. He has played 1,140 games. 
most of those with the Anaheim Ducks. In fact, that's where the majority of his career took place is with Anaheim. He scored 233 points with the Anaheim Ducks, the most of his career. He was also part of some important playoff runs with the Ducks. He was part of those teams that won division title after division title after division title. He was part of those two Ducks teams that went to the conference finals in 2015. That heartbreaking 2015 team. And then that 2017 team when they lost to Nashville again. So he was part of all those playoff runs. And wouldn't you know it, the year that he got traded, that was the last time that the Ducks made the playoffs. Now, granted, the Ducks were kind of already starting their rebuild. They were kind of on the downslope after Solani retired. But Cogs was a big part of that team. And I know he could have left. I mean, you know, he left the Ducks. It could have been better, but it is what it is. You know, it just is. I mean, he was traded for Devin Shore. That trade clearly did not work out for the Ducks. And then he went to San Jose. Oh, boy. But he did get drafted or he got traded for a fifth-round draft pick. Yeah. All it took for Colorado to land Cogs was a fifth-round pick. So Cogs is now with the Colorado Avalanche. And you know what? Like, he's done okay with Colorado. He's only got one point in 18 games. But he is serving a role. He's serving a kind of leadership role with the Colorado Avalanche and doing so with great poise and already with a goal this postseason. So, hey, good for him. The last name that I want to mention, Josh Manson. Yep, we're going to talk about Josh Manson. That pain is still a little bit fresh. He just got traded this past season to the Colorado Avs. This was, a t- this was a tough pill to swallow because Josh Manson was a lifelong duck. He was traded or rather, he was drafted by Anaheim. He was there for eight seasons. He was traded from Anaheim for a second round pick and Drew Hellison. For what it's worth, Hellison is a pretty good pickup and getting a second in 2023, you know what? It's not bad. I mean, we'll see how that trade really shapes next season when they get that second round pick. But Josh Manson has already had a playoff moment to remember. Now, keep in mind, Josh Manson was also part of those playoff runs for the Ducks, especially that one in 2017. This postseason, he had a big, big goal for the Colorado Avalanche, scoring the game-winning goal in overtime in Game 1 of this current series. And the reaction he had, just a woo! He was celebrating like nobody's business, and he was thrilled. That was his moment. By the way, that was his first ever playoff goal. Yep. He had a bunch of postseasons with the Anaheim Ducks, didn't score a goal. His first playoff goal, that was a big one. That was a big one for him, and you could just see how excited he was. You could see the look on his face. I posted this on the Locked on Ducks Twitter. I mean, I I was kind of having that moment going, man, I, I kind of want to see him win one. Just the way he reacted, just pure unadulterated joy. And I kind of want to see this for him. So out of the teams in the West, out of the players in the West, 
I, I kind of want to see Josh Manson make it to the cup final. I want to see how much this means to him. I know, I know it would mean a lot to him. And I hope he gets more great playoff moments in this series and in this postseason. So there you go. Those are the four former Ducks on the Western Conference playoffs. All right, we're going to go to the east side after this quick timeout. And let's talk about Built Bar, which is everybody's favorite protein bar. And by the way, don't look now, but there's some new Built Bars on the horizon. The one that we just got in the mail and I think built for this. It is the Birthday Cake White Chocolate Built Bars. And another one that's new, Brownie Batter Puffs. Oh, wait, are, are you kidding me? Brownie Batter? Oh, that's that's going to be delicious, y'all. I mean, I love brownies. But you know what I love more? I love brownie batter. I Yes, I do this. I know some of you do this. You lick the batter or you take the finger in the batter and then you just kind of like lick your finger and it is delicious. Now imagine if you can get that in a built bar. Yep. Only 140 calories, 17 grams of protein and only 7 grams of sugar. Brownie butter, sorry, brownie batter puffs. I'm going to keep this in. Brownie batter puffs are perfect for those chocolate lovers. So if you want to try them for yourself, as well as the birthday cake white chocolate puffs, which I think are delicious, and the churro puff is still there as well, then go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Once again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. That is Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk about the Eastern Conference former Ducks. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with J.D. Hernandez. That first segment went a little bit longer than I thought. I thought I would talk about Josh Manson for only a few seconds. Turned out to be a little bit longer than a few seconds. I'm just really hoping that Manson makes the cup final. That's all. That's all. All right, so I talked about four players on the West. I didn't talk about the four players on the Eastern Conference. And I'm going to start with the player that hasn't actually played any games yet in the East. And he might not get to play any games because someone in front of him has been performing admirably. I'm talking about the Carolina Hurricanes. And I'm talking about Freddie Anderson. So Frederick Anderson right now could be coming back, but we don't know. He began his career with the Anaheim Ducks all the way back in 2013 now here's the funny thing he was originally drafted by carolina all the way back in 2010 and then he went back and then he was drafted again the re-entry draft this was in 2012 where he was selected by anaheim so he actually began his nhl career with the anaheim ducks he was part of that team of 2014 part of that goalie carousel that was going on way back when and was also there 15 and 16. He was part of that important team that made it 
all the way to the conference finals in 2015, he was a big part of their plans and actually performed very well in 2016. And then he went off to Toronto. Yeah, there was there was that trade that happened for that first round pick in 2016. And that's when the Ducks got Sam Steele. So that's how that trade happened. And now, as a free agent, he went to Carolina. And look at the job he's done in Carolina. He's got a 922 save percentage in the regular season, almost his career best. And he only had a 217 goals against. Now, he has had some injuries this season. And the rumor is that he's supposed to be back fairly soon. But hold the phone. He's skating. He looks like he's ready. He is He is practicing. But there's someone in front of him that is doing remarkably, and that is Auntie Ranta. Now, Carolina is winning in their series, and Ranta has been nothing short of amazing. In fact, looking at Ranta's playoff numbers, he's got a 933 save percentage. He's looked fantastic, folks. He's looked really good. So I would say until Auntie Ranta has one or two really bad games, it's his net for now. So we'll see if Freddie Anderson even comes back. And then there's three other players that I haven't mentioned. Brandon Montour of Florida, who's done okay. Brandon Montour spent really three seasons with the Ducks and was also very important for the Ducks in that playoff run back in 2017. Yeah, he was an important part of that run for better or worse he was let go he wound up in buffalo then he went to florida so yeah i mean that was the trade for brendan gooley yeah remember that one now there's two other players that i haven't mentioned they've both won stanley cups they're both in tampa bay i'm going to start with pat maroon pat maroon is currently on a personal streak of winning three consecutive Stanley Cups. Not a lot of individual players have won three straight, unless you're the New York Islanders. That's the last time it's happened. Pat Maroon won with St. Louis in 2019. He won back-to-back titles with Tampa Bay in 20 and 21. And it could happen again this season. Tampa Bay is leading their series. They won two in Florida. They look like they're going to wrap up this series. They could sweep the Florida Panthers. They could sweep the President's Trophy winners. So it could be Tampa Bay versus New York or Carolina. But Pat Maroon, the also former Duck, he was a former Duck and played there for five seasons. In fact, the majority of his career was spent with Anaheim. He began in 2012. He was there for all those division titles. He was also a big part of those teams. And I would say he was more of an impactful player on those Anaheim teams, especially in 2015. I thought Pat Maroon was the coming out star of that playoff in 2015. He played such an integral part of that Ducks team that made it almost all the way in 2015. And I I legit thought that the Ducks had a real chance. I thought as soon as they beat Winnipeg and beat Calgary, I thought, oh man, this could be it. This could be the team. And if there's someone that has come up big time in those playoffs in 20, 
15. I mean, yeah, Getzy came up big. Silphy came up big. But Pat Maroon, Pat Maroon also showed up big time in that playoff. And that's something that we just cannot forget about. I mean, it did not end the way we wanted it to, but he was still a big part of it. So Pat Maroon could win his fourth consecutive Stanley Cup. I mean, I was happy for Pat Maroon in 2019. I was happy for him. Like, hey, St. Louis won it. You know, like they had never won a cup. And Pat Maroon's a former duck. And he was a big part of that playoff run. And look how happy he is. That's his hometown. I get it. Was I happy for Pat Maroon on that particular playoff? Yeah, I I was happy for him that playoff. 2020, I'm like, okay, he won two in a row. Okay, that that's fine. Then he won another one. I'm like, okay, fine. You've won three in a row now. Isn't that enough? Normally, I wouldn't root for that. I wouldn't root for him winning for four in a row. But he has a teammate that he played with in Anaheim that I know would desperately want to win another cup. And you already, you, you already know. It's Corey Perry. Corey freaking Perry spent over a dozen years with the Mighty Ducks and the Anaheim Ducks. He was there when the Ducks hoisted the cup in 2007. He was there during the comeback on Catella. He was there during that massive series against the Red Wings. He was there. When they won all those division championships, he was there for a lot of significant Ducks moments. In fact, he was there for 988 games. It was only recently that he got surpassed for games for most games played by a Duck. And this only just happened with Ryan Getzloff. So, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say Corey Perry's Mr. Duck, but... He was significant, and he will very likely get his number 10 retired to the rafters at Honda Center. Do I want to see Corey Perry win one? That's tough to say because Tampa Bay's already won two in a row. But I would I would say, yeah, it has been 15 years, 15 years since Corey Perry has hoisted the cup. And I could tell as... As the years are going on, as he is entering the twilight of his career, seeing how much it meant to him to get to the Stanley Cup final the previous two seasons and him losing the last two seasons, you could tell it meant a lot. You could also tell just from this past season how much he loved his best friend playing. You know, Ryan Getzloff and Corey Perry are great friends. You could see the friendship that they formed when they played that game at Tampa Bay. You could see the tears in Corey Perry's eyes whenever he would talk about Ryan Getzloff. So, you know what? Why not? Why not give Tampa Bay three in a row? Why not root for Corey Perry to make it out of the East? In fact, I think for a lot of Ducks fans, I think it wouldn't be a worst-case scenario to see Tampa Bay versus Colorado because two of the former Ducks that I just talked about on this episode would win a cup. Would it be Corey Perry and Pat Maroon winning another? Or would it be Josh Manson and Andrew Cogliano winning their first? So let me know. Who do you most want to see out of the former Anaheim Ducks win a Stanley Cup this season?
All right, we're going to head into the second intermission and have a quick third segment before we're done for the evening. But first, let's talk about Bet Online, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. Stanley Cup playoffs are going on. The NBA playoffs are going on. So if you want to check out all the latest lines, props, odds, all that stuff, then head over to Bet Online using either your mobile device or on your laptop. Once again, Bet Online really has you covered. It is the one place that we trust. Bet Online is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with J.D. Hernandez. This will be a very short segment because the first two segments ran way long. So I'm just going to do a quick update on the NHL playoffs, and then we will call it a night. We're going to look at all four series quickly. Now, I normally do this. I did this the past few years where I would give my predictions. So I'm just going to make my predictions very, very quickly. So first, starting in the East, I noticed that we had the Battle of Florida. I had a dream a few months ago that Tampa Bay was going to make the final. So I'm going to stick with that. Tampa, I had Tampa in six. It might be Tampa in four. Florida just does not look good at all. So my original was Tampa in six. As for Carolina and New York, I still don't believe in New York enough to win this series. Like, I do think their Rangers are good. They have the best goalie right now. But it's not going to be enough. So I had Carolina in five on this one. And it looks like it could be Carolina in five. But I just don't believe in New York. I don't believe in them enough. So that's what I had in that series. Out in the West, I had Colorado in five. And for the other series, I had Calgary in seven. I think that series is going to go seven, and I hope it goes seven based on the first game that we had that six to nine, whatever the hell that was. But also catching up on the other series. So as I'm recording this, Tampa Bay has a two to nothing lead. Carolina has a two to nothing lead. And then Colorado St. Louis is tied one to one. Calgary Edmonton, who knows? I hope that series goes to seven games. But, you know, I talked about Manson already, that amazing overtime game-winning goal, and him jumping around like a complete loon. He's looked pretty good these playoffs. But I want to catch up, talk about Corey Perry for a hot second, because Corey Perry has scored a few goals in this playoff. Can you believe that Corey Perry has four goals in this playoff so far? Yeah, Corey Perry, in his playoff career, has a whopping... 49 playoff goals. He's one away from 50 playoff goals, which is which is great. Good for him. 36 with the Ducks, 5 with Dallas, 4 with the Habs, and now 4 with Tampa Bay. The Ducks are still paying him to play in the playoffs. What the heck? I mean, granted, Corey Perry probably wouldn't have helped this current Ducks team, but, you know, hey, they're still paying him. <laughs> he's still getting paid by the Ducks. And he's going to continue to get paid by the Ducks for one more season after this. He will probably play one, two, maybe three more seasons. Who knows? Who knows? 
But hey, you know what? Good for Corey Perry. He's got four goals in the playoffs. The way he's been going, he's probably going to get three more. Just knowing how he plays. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Corey Perry. Yep. Including that power play goal last game. He was right there. He just looks good. He looks good so far in these playoffs. He's contributing at a pretty solid level. Yeah. I'm sure Ducks fans are thrilled to see that. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Again, let me know which former Duck you want to most see raise the Stanley Cup this postseason. Let me know. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. You could let me know on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And once again, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, among others. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. And thanks for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. And get ready next week. I'm going to say either Monday, Tuesday, we're going to have some more prospects talk as those prospects are playing over the weekend. So stay tuned for that. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together.